What's going on? Tamale Mafia Podcast is back. It is back. I'm your host, Aaron, sitting next to me, my all-time favorite, number one co-host, Mr. Dax DeLeon. What's up? What's up, my man? How's it going? It's going great. We are back. Yep. Man, it feels good to be back. I haven't done this in a long time. Almost a year. It's been a year. Almost a year. exactly. With like a week to spare or two. Wow. Yeah. Almost exactly a year. So, man, we are here and we're ready to go. Uh, so, what's going on? Where have we been? We have been. <laughs> you all right there? <laughs> yeah. So during every podcast now, I'm going to be drinking some A and W. A and W. And it just went up my nose. Oh. So yeah, maybe uh, drinking A and W carbonated drinks during podcast is asking for disaster. Yep. Could be. All right. So here's the deal. We right. have been. Um, we've been gone for a year, and a few things have changed. In the past year, uh, your voice has changed. Yeah. Uh, my hair changed. Bald. Yeah. Losing my hair. So I went with the shave. Went with the, you know, all of my favorite heroes, like all my my heroes of all time are bald. Mr. I mean, Dr. X, you know. <laughs> yeah, Dr. <laughs> X. The Rock. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr. Oh, boy. George St. Pierre. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. They're all bald. <laughs> They're all bald, and I uh, figured it was time. It was time. I had, I had the, the, the thinning of the herd happening on top for the last uh, couple of years. Oh, yeah. And I had this nice, like, healthy plume of thick hair kind of in the frontal quadrant. But over the last, I don't know, couple of months, I noticed... There was like right on my hairline, in the middle, very center of my forehead. There was like Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, it was like like a finger broke in and started pushing its way back towards the thinning <laughs> of the herd, and it was splitting my good hair into like half. Like or the third. Red Sea, like little Moses was standing down there <laughs> and and whacked my forehead, and the the land, the water was just splitting the hair. So, um, I was looking in the mirror, and I'm like combing and. Trying to figure out how to Donald Trump it, and uh, it just—I was like, "Dude, I'm not going there. I'm just—I'm not—I'm not going to that level. I'm not going to be that person." So, I shaved it off. I shaved it all down to the skin. He has a perfectly round head. It's like a bowling ball. Yeah. Yeah. But his hair grows back really fast. It does. So I'm gonna have to stay on top of it because, even though that like the hair that's there grows fast but the hair that's not there it like makes it even more obvious that it's not there so if I had like a full mane of hair like I used to I would just let it go you know what I mean yeah but uh yeah trying to get the trying to cover the thinning of the herd and all that stuff it's just too much effort so here I am bald headed and uh what else has changed my my career path has changed I think I was listening to a piece of the last podcast episode that I did last year, 
And I was talking about, towards the end of the podcast, I was talking about my job. I don't even know what I was rambling about. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I don't care. Something about Bigfoot? Yeah, I was talking about Bigfoot, but before that I was talking about something about my job. And uh, I was doing computer work and stuff. I wasn't feeling very fulfilled in that, so I decided to chase down another long-time goal of mine, which was to get into law enforcement. So I got into private security. Um, and then I was going to work my way towards law enforcement, getting into the academy and that kind of stuff. And that was reason number two why I put the podcast on hold last year. Because like reason number one was just because my life was kind of transitioning, and I had taken this trip to Boston. It didn't really go the way I thought it would, and kind of just derailed me a little bit. So, you know, I was trying to rethink through some things and like where am I where am I at in my life and that kind of stuff. And I didn't feel like talking about it on a microphone, so. I just let, kind of laid off the podcast, and then once I decided to get moving towards law enforcement, I was like, well, I really don't want to be in a, have a podcast now because uh, the path into law enforcement is so invasive. There's so much, like, they go through everything in your life, every little detail. They, they listen to everything you've ever said or done. They go back and try to find everything you've ever written, every person you've ever talked to, like... They have a real invasive approach to making sure that you're not a, a psychopath that they're going to have on the force. So, And that's secure. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. It's what they need to do. But, you know, it was just another reason why I was like, okay, well, I better not put all my life into a podcast right now. Mm-hmm. And I probably won't ever be able to do it again because if I go into this career, it'll be real awkward to, you know, have this type of podcast where I talk about my life, but then not be able to talk about my life. So, um, I didn't know what to do with the podcast, but over Christmas break, I guess, as I was still trying to figure out, I was in private security, still trying to figure out what I wanted to do and how I was going to go into law enforcement and going through the paperwork and all this stuff. I was, uh, had an opportunity to take a job still in private security, but making, um, the same kind of money I would be making in law enforcement. And then, you know, as an introductory, like as a, a new guy on the, on the force, um, still being able to do some fun stuff. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> Breathing in the microphone. Yeah. Just, Breathe that way. Turn your head. Um, Sorry, I'm new to this. Still being able to do uh, things that I want to do um, in, and uh, feel like I'm making a difference and having fun and uh, kicking butt every day, you know, that kind of stuff, but not have to go through all the other stuff. So it's was like, oh, okay, well, this is my, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay in private security. I think we can relaunch the podcast. So that's where we're at. That's where we're here. That's where we've been. Yep. 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 Okay. So. And, uh, and since then, what else has changed? You're, you're now in the seventh grade. Sixth. You're going into the seventh grade. I'm going into the seventh grade. Sixth grade now. I grew three inches. Uh, You shaved for the first time? Yeah. Shave your little stash of Reno? Yeah. I'm growing it back, though. Here's the thing. Hmm. You know that old old thing about, that people say about, once you shave, like, if you keep shaving, it gets thicker and thicker? Mm Mm-hmm. If that were true, I would have so much hair (laughs) on my head right now. Yeah. If that was true, then I would have, like, a little tiny Pedro mustache in the sixth grade. <laughs> Pedro mustache. 
Yeah, instead of the little peach fuzz thing you got going on there. I know. Yeah, so that's not scientifically proven, I don't think. There's, I don't think science backs that up. I think. What about bald people? If they shave their head, it doesn't grow. It doesn't encourage hair to grow by shaving. Right? I don't, yeah. Science why, doesn't back that up. Why would it do that? Yeah, it doesn't. You know what encourages your, your beard to grow? Puberty. Yeah. <laughs> you get older, your, your hormones and stuff kick in, and then your, your hair thickens up. Yeah, because if a guy, like, shaves his beard normally and he decides to grow it out, why isn't he just endless tufts of hair all over his face? Yeah. Or what if somebody never shaved ever? <laughs> they they <laughs> never would also hair. would never have hair? Come on, man. <laughs> I've seen babies born with a ton of hair. And I know they haven't shaved, and they're shaving in the womb. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, that doesn't work. But A kid on the bus, I ride the bus now, so. A kid on the bus told me that on Friday, it was Dr. Seuss's birthday today. Again, he was in kindergarten or first grade. That today was Dr. Seuss's birthday or yesterday, Friday? Mm -hmm. Today, he said. Today, Saturday. Yes, because he said. Oh, quote, for those of you that are listening to this, we are recording this on Saturday, March second. Yes. Yeah, that's why we're talking about yesterday and today. Yeah. So, yesterday was Friday, and he said, "Did you know that tomorrow is Doctor Seuss's birthday?" I was like, "Nope." Hmm. Cool. Is it? I'm not sure. Google. All right. Let's ask Google. Where's my... Here. Oh, we've been watching this show. Really trippy. Were we asking? Um, when is... Dr. Seuss's birthday. There it is right there. Wow. March 2nd, 1904. He was right. Hey, let's go, kindergartner. <laughs> Man, that's the first time I've ever taken, uh, see, proven the kindergartner to be right. Well, happy birthday, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, and congratulations, kindergartner. Yeah. Who, who's, I've never known a kindergartner to be right about anything before, ever. Yeah, me neither. Bunch of idiots. I used to be an idiot. I was still am. Hmm? I still am. Yeah. That's hey, you don't agree to that. What? You don't agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, you're an idiot, Dad. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> what does concur mean? Okay. Um, so, Dr. Seuss's birthday. Wow. Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, about the show that we've been watching? Yeah, it's called We Bear Bears. Dude, it's from Cartoon Network. They have uh, congrats. <laughs> you have the best show Look, I've ever seen, dude. They have a season, season three on uh, Netflix right now. It's fifty four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that, if that says anything about the show, what kind of show it is? It, the season three is fifty four episodes. <laughs> I think right, fifty four. Yeah. 53 or fifty four. You just had it open. Like Look, that. go to your. Oh yeah, it was on this tab. <laughs> Come on. Come up. There. Let's see. How do I? No. Oh, 
Uh-oh. I don't want you to play. Stop. Oh, I'm terrible at navigating this thing. Okay. How many episodes? <laughs> so I'm 23. One season. Season three. That's all they have online. And... 55. 55 episodes. <laughs> Even more. But, but they all average like 11 or 12 minutes. Yeah, they're short. They're short episodes. But they're really trippy whenever they like get weird. Yeah, they're they're funny, man. If you're not watching We Bear Bears, you need to go watch We Bear Bears. If you are like, especially if you just want to have like mind-numbing entertainment where you don't have to really think through anything, but you want to laugh, that's We Bear Bears. They... They they had this episode where they uh they started a coffee shop in their freaking cave. These three bears, okay. Okay, it's a polar bear, a panda bear, and a polar oh, uh, a grizzly bear. Yeah, and they all live together. They call they call each other brothers. <laughs> so they're they're I don't think they're birth brothers, but somehow they're they these guys became brothers. And <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh my god, episode 10 of the current season is, is the one you have to watch If you're going to watch just one episode to give it a shot Charlie's Bigfoot is the one to watch Charlie hurts his foot helping the bears adjust their satellite dish So they must sneak him into a hospital Okay, so Charlie What is Charlie? I don't know, it was like a hairy green Grinch Is he a Bigfoot? Bigfoot thing, I don't know He's like but a the- monster or an alien or He's not a. He's not any kind of normal animal. Or he's human. like a tall Lorax, a tall he, green. Yeah, Lorax. he looks like a tall Lorax. But they like the show has animals and humans, and they kind of coexist in city life. So like these bears, they they live in a little cave apartment. They go shopping. The yeah, you know they like interact with humans. The panda bear is like constantly looking for a chick to date. Um, the grizzly, he's he's the leader, kind of. Yeah, and then, and the the polar bear is just God, that freaky dude. Uh, he's just odd. He refers to himself in the third person as ice bear. Yeah, and he doesn't speak in complete sentences. He's just like, <coughs> I don't know, man. But then in that one episode where the sandwich was missing, he like pulls out the dragon thing and like breaks down the door. <laughs> so I don't know if he's like ninja trained or what. Okay. I don't think we can stay on the subject if uh, if they haven't watched it. Oh yeah, yeah, we're probably going too far. But look, if you're gonna watch anything, episode ten, season three, Charlie's, Charlie's Bigfoot. Charlie's Bigfoot is definitely the one to watch. They're trying to watch this show called Swords and Knights. Swords and Castles Kings. and Swords. Castles and Swords. And Charlie refers to everybody as Mister Castles and Mister Swords. Which one is Mister Castle? Which one is Mister Sword? <laughs> and. <laughs> The dish goes out. Yeah. So Charlie goes up there to fix it. This like seven foot tall, green, big hairy Lorax. And he's odd. He is weird, like super weird. He re- he calls, he, like he refers to Panda as his best friend. Yeah. He goes to fix the, he to fix the satellite dish and he falls off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and he like foot. inverted his foot. Is the the most horrific looking. Foot accident ever. <laughs> but he can bend it really weird. <laughs> you just have yeah, to watch it. I don't think it's something that we can describe to you. Yeah. It's too vivid. Yeah, you definitely got to go. You got to go catch that uh, Catch that show. Um, all right, real quick. 
we are uh, we're going to be pre- uh, producing new episodes now, um, and so I'm going to try to jump back in where I left off last year in producing two episodes a week, uh, Mondays and Thursdays, but that's not a promise. <laughs> that's just a, what I'm going to goal towards. Definitely, we're going to produce one episode per week on Mondays, um, and then uh, we'll see where we go from there. But I got big, big plans. We've got people that we want to bring on and have other guests and have other things that we talk about and um, just have a, a good time. So that's that's what's coming for the Tamale Mafia podcast. And another thing we're going to do is kind of uh, break up the show into segments. And so um, we're... Uh, Really, the goal is going to be like 15-minute segments. So we'll do like 15 minutes and then break it up, do some advertising. Or I mean, I don't have any advertisers, but I've got things that like I want to talk about that my friends are doing. So I want to advertise for them and kind of uh, break up the the conversation. So it's not just like an hour solid of me rambling, but it'll kind of be broken up and it'll be an opportunity where we can promote other things that are going on. I want to talk about things that my friends are doing too. So, all right, let's get to it. All right, so coming up, we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a little break here and uh, talk about my cousin's podcast. Um, but when we come back from that little break, we are talking about Momo. Momo, anti-vaxxers, and how anti-vaxxers <laughs> plague the world. <laughs> all right, all right. Momo and plague in the world is coming up. All right, so. Uh, but first, before we do that, I want to talk about my cousin, Paul. He has a brand new podcast that he's launched a couple of weeks ago. It is called Just Breathe. He's on the Anchor platform. And I think I was looking on his uh, his site. Oh, that's not the right. I was looking and um, on, on the Just Breathe site, and he has like seven different platforms that you can listen on. So the Anchor app, I think he's on iTunes and a bunch of other stuff. So, sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can you can search him up and check him out there. He's got a Facebook page. His Facebook page is called Just Breathe PD. Facebook dot com slash Just Breathe PD. His name is Paul. You here right there? What's going on here? That's your soda that's made. I was like looking for the static in the line, and it's your soda. Dude, we're going to have to ban soda from this podcast. Oh, all right. Or some people call it pop or Coke. I don't know. I say soda. What do you say? Root beer. Root beer. Okay, back to Just Breathe. So here's what I want to do. I don't want to just talk about Just Breathe because I want to give Paul the opportunity to talk for himself. And one of these days he's going to come on here and we're going to talk about his podcast, but... Since he's not here right now, I want to go in and I want to play some sec- some uh, <laughs> some clips of his of his show that I think are phenomenal. He's got this. One of the things that he does is he talks about um, uh, current topics or things that are on the top of his kind of like off the top of his brain while he's on his way to work or on his way home from work. So he's got these segments. He's called them on the road, and he just think random things that he thinks of. He records them so. In this clip, you're going to hear 
some background noise because he's driving. So you're going to hear some background noise. Uh, but just he's talking about what if his city, San Antonio, Texas, was uh, like the fact that his city is um, panics at the, at the slightest sound of any kind of news, weather, anything like that. They just panic and they go berserk. And the whole city seems to shut down. And so he's kind of talking about uh, what, hap- what would happen if his city was overrun by zombies. But in this clip, he's talking about um, he's talking about kind of how his city reacts to things, and it's really funny. Another thing they do is they will clear out some grocery stores if a hurricane is anywhere within 6,000 miles. Our grocery store chain is called HEB. And uh, if a hurricane is coming to New Orleans... All of our HEBs will be empty of bread, chips, condoms, beer. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's probably a pretty good weekend. But everything's gone. You can't get Doritos. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Uh, and then I want to play this other clip for you guys. This is from, he talks about, uh, he tells a story. Another thing that he does is he like he, he tells stories from his life. Um, and this is one that he, he was talking about, his... Uh, he thought his dog was going to die, and so he was preparing him himself and his family um, for this situation that, that was happening, and uh, he was going to have to dig a grave in the backyard. So this is part of him talking about that. I bent down, I aimed my spoon, and I plunged it into the ground. Hold on, stop. Very little... Okay, okay so... Um, how about you tell it real quick? Oh, okay, so about the spoon... Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he had he was looking for a shovel and he had he had a shovel, but he said it, he explains in the in the episode that it could better be characterized as a large spoon. It was not it didn't really qualify as a shovel. So when he talks about a spoon in this episode, that's what he's talking about his large spoon that he's trying to dig this uh, this grave with. I bent down, I aimed my spoon, and I plunged it into the ground. Very little, very little damage was done. Um, stood back up, kind of took a deep breath. And as I stood up, one of those branches, those pointy edge dead branches, ripped into the back of my neck skin. I yelled at a curse word. And being that this podcast is supposed to be friend, family friendly, I will not say what it is, but it may rhyme with duck. And then I threw the spoon across the yard. I, I remember yelling out, Seriously? You know that question you ask someone out there in the atmosphere? I don't know if it's God, but you're, you want someone to answer that? I left that hanging in the sky as I walked over and picked up my spoon and came back. I adjusted my stance, and I took another dig in the ground. This time, though, it broke up satisfyingly. Um, I continued to dig, and then I heard the back door close. I looked up, and I saw Aiden was walking towards me. His little, round, six-year-old face had an inquisitive peek to it and it was tear stained and uh he walks over to me and he goes is is this is this this where where you're going where you're going to bury him he was full-on still sobbing but still delivering some painfully difficult questions i looked over yes son he continued he he is gonna 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 live out here now (laughs) I thought about the question and I was like not technically live 
but I deleted that answer, obviously. Uh, yes, son, I started to answer. He will live out here now. My daughter joined us in the backyard, but she kept her distance and kind of watched. Um, I continued to dig. The spoon would go into the dirt and then hit a solid surface. So maybe like a rock or something, but I was determined. We had to get this done. So I lifted up my spoon one more time and drove it into the ground with force. This time, a bright yellow cable split down the middle and went up both sides of the spoon. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah, I could listen to it all day. I love I love that uh, his show, I love what he's doing. And um, I think his um, his podcast is going to be huge. So It's very interesting. Yeah, Go check it out. Jump over there and check it out. It's Just Breathe on uh, multiple platforms. Um, but you can check it out. I'll put a link to it um, wherever you can find me. I don't know where you can find me yet, but wherever you can find me, there will be a link. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Tamale Mafia has a Facebook page. um, And you can also, uh, I mean, Tamale Mafia was also found on multiple platforms. Um, So, yeah, we'll get into all that later because right now we're just relaunching and I'm not sure exactly where everything's going to be yet. But we do have a Facebook page and I'll so I'll put a just breathe link up there on that Facebook page if I can remember how to get into it. All right. All right. So <clears throat> we need some music. That's you know I was thinking we need some transition music. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's kind of uh, we're going in and out of the if we're going to do segments we need music. Um let's uh, put that on the board for next time. But uh, here's the thing. Let's talk about Momo. I hate that. Let's talk about this Momo challenge. The thoughts that have been running through my mind about the about this Momo challenge is I don't I haven't really shared it anywhere because uh, I don't want to be overly offensive in my in my take or like in my in my delivery. Um, so I got to be a little careful how how I present it because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm talking about them specifically. So a lot of people have been posting about um, the Momo challenge on Facebook. And so I just like, I just want to respond to every single time, every t- single time I, that I see a post, I want to respond to it, but I don't want that person to think that I'm like talking about them specifically because I'm really not. It's just, I think it, I think it's ridiculous uh, that people are afraid of things that they've never seen or experienced or heard. They're, they're uh, freaking out about something that has never happened. There's no Momo. There's, I mean, who has seen the Momo challenge? Who, whose kid do you know has been watching a YouTube channel and a Momo challenge has popped up? Who? Every single post that I've ever seen has never been, oh, my son was watching this. Now, I have heard people say, you know, oh, my son was watching a, a Peppa Pig uh, show that turned violent where Peppa started killing his family or something like that. There's like imposter episodes of um, certain kid shows. Now, I've seen that. And that's true because people that I know 
have had that happen to their kids. And I've seen uh, videos that were meant for kids or on kid would look like they would be meant for kids uh, that are really not appropriate for kids after you get into watching the video. So I know that exists, but I'm talking about the Momo challenge specifically who has had this Momo image pop up and start talking to their kid. No one, nobody. I like, I've heard people be like, if you see this, crush your phone and throw it in a garbage dispenser and eat it, you know? Yeah, if you see this. Because they're always referencing... It's never when you see this or have you seen this. Yeah, or next time you see this. Yeah. It's always... They're always referencing something that happened to somebody else. So they're like, oh, well, I read this thing that this lady had this thing happen to her kid. And it's like, dude, no, that didn't happen. YouTube came out and said they have had no uh, reports of any kind of violent uh, hijacked videos with a Momo challenge. They haven't pulled any videos that have that content in them. They haven't even had videos like that reported to them. So where's the Momo challenge? Where does it exist? Nowhere. It's not real. And people at this, we're getting to a point in our society where people are afraid of being afraid. They're afraid of things that are scary. That's all it is now. And so somebody's like, I see people post on Facebook, oh my God, my kid is so scared today because all the kids at school are talking about the Momo Challenge and my kid is scared. But you, do you, do you understand that like you are, you're scared of something that you've not experienced? You're scared of being scared. I mean, that's a society we live in where people are afraid of being afraid. It's like, I don't know, man. It's frustrating to me. It's frustrating. And, and then people keep talking about it. And it's like, okay, the Momo vi- uh, image. Okay, yeah. Um, a Japanese artist, uh, sculpture person, made the uh, what would be called Momo um, three or four years ago. And at first, nobody really thought anything of it. Nobody was like, I'm going to use this to kill ch- kids, you know? Yeah. Well, he, the artist just made the, the image just as a piece of art. Yeah. Had nothing to do with any kind of challenge or even, I don't think it was even intended to be used as a fear device. It was just a piece of art. But somehow it's got attached I mean, can you imagine being that artist <laughs> where, like, everybody's <laughs> protesting your image and you're like, that was my school project. <laughs> that, that's poor self-portrait. <laughs> like, a really, like a really bad artist. I made that for, that was supposed to be my grandma. Yeah, and now it's like the Momo. Come on, man. What is a Momo anyway? Isn't a Momo like what some people call their grandma? Mimi, Mimi, Momo. Mimi, Mimo. Search it up real quick. I'm not. I'm gonna search something. I'm gonna search if up. If you search up Momo, then it'll pop up. I know. I'm gonna search up Momo, and I'm gonna be on some kind of government watch list. Let's hope. There. <laughs> the Momo challenge is not real. The Momo challenge is a hoax. I, this is what I've been saying. Come on, man. Actually contacting Moto, Momo, she answered. Okay, 
retarded. Yeah, it's all a hoax. The Momo challenge is, it doesn't exist. Is a hoax, non-existent social media challenge. Yeah, it's that's according to Wikipedia, and we all know Wikipedia doesn't lie. Honestly. So, come on, man. Can we just stop with the freaking Momo crap? You know, we got all these people that are afraid of being afraid. It was like when the clowns thing was a big deal. Like 2015. Yeah, before you know, it was like. There were no killer clowns, and there was just a bunch of people dressing up as clowns because the hysteria was already there. So there were clown sightings, but it was... Not murderous, violent No, clowns. it was just kids, like, trying to scare people because people were terrified of murderous clowns. Who gives, who's been murdered by a clown? There was one lady, and this is a true documented story. She was murdered by a clown, but it was her husband's mistress that dressed up as a clown to murder her because the lady... Yeah, nobody ran. Absolutely nobody. loved clowns. She loved them. So the mistress dressed up as a clown, and when the lady was like, oh, my God, look at that clown, shot her in the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a true story. But as far as, like, random murderous clowns. Nobody, nobody murders anybody for fun, randomly. Right? That's happened rarely. True. True that random uh, murders like that would have to be like a a thing of serial killers, you know. That are pretty, but even serial killers have like a usually they have like a, a type of person they go after. They like blonde girls with blue eyes, or they like Aryans, gay boys, or they like yeah, you know they they like they want to go after a certain race, you know. It's like Charles Manson. Totally random killings um, in the history, in over the span of history, is pretty rare. Usually, it's like there's motive. And I feel like you could say terrorist attacks, but I don't think that those are on random people. I think it's meant to on a you know nine eleven targeted. Yeah, it's targeted for America. Yeah, it's targeted against race, religion. Um, usually, those two things nationality uh but as far as completely random killings it's fairly rare over the course of history and those and those killings have usually have been well documented because they are so rare and usually there's a there's a reason there's a cause there's a there's some kind of motive that connects it all together as far as the victims go but you know People buy into this mass hysteria, and so now you've got, like, people boycotting YouTube or whatever, <laughs> you know, because they're afraid that their kid is going to see something. It's like, oh, you know what? Um, a lot of celebrities and a lot of uh, rich people, wealthy people, are boycotting Gucci for their blackface. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's something that we should talk about before it dies. About blackface? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel did that blackface thing. Yeah, but why does nobody care? How know. come they're not in trouble for it? I'm not sure. Because they're left-wing liberals. What is a left-wing liberal? A liberal person mm-hmm. is, like, not conservative, not Republican. Not Democrat. 
Mostly, most Democrats are are left side, left side liberals. Oh. But even further, like further left you go, you go to socialism and then communism. That's like far left, far, far, far left. Mm-hmm. So there's like a spectrum there. But usually most of Hollywood and entertainer, entertainers are on the left side. They're liberal mostly now or like really swinging towards socialism but the uh, the um, as far as the blackface stuff um, you have like yeah there's something on my hands like oh it's a splinter oh alright um, as far as the blackface thing goes as far as the blackface thing goes you have if like a conservative Christian or Republican mm-hmm. uh, dressed up in blackface, it would be a major deal. You'd lose your job. You would, especially if you were a celebrity. Look, Roseanne Barr lost her job. And worse, they try to, like, I mean, delete her from her, her Twitter I mean, platform and all this they stuff. They took down her whole freaking show. Yeah. No, they made her. They made her sign a contract, saying that the show would kill her off, so that, so that the people on the show that worked on the show could keep their jobs, because she was concerned that they were all going to get fired because of what she said. And so they said, "Well, if we kill you off, so that you could never come back to your show, then we'll keep the show going, with a new name." And so they did. She signed it, so that people could keep their jobs. What is the new name? The Connors. Is it successful? No. No. What is it about? The ratings dump. It's just the same show without her. They they she died in the first episode, they their funeral. <laughs> she wasn't in it. They just talked about her dying and then they went on about the show. But it's like you can't have a show called Roseanne without Roseanne in it. Even if you change the name, it's still the same show. Without her in it, and then she got fired because she said that this lady looked like I don't know she said something that was borderline racist. I'm not going to go through it all, but you know it's just this it's like this whole blackface thing that's come up recently is just kind of showing the the way people react to certain groups and 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 don't react to other groups, like Roseanne can't even tweet something. That might be borderline racist. Like even remotely. Yeah, she can't even skims the top of. Yeah, race. and and she'll get she had she all that happened to her, and then you've got other guys that are actually dressing up in blackface, and nobody they don't lose their job. There's not a tweet about them. There, there's nothing. It's like they don't they keep their show. They just keep go right along. But I don't. It was still wrong because Jimmy Fallon's a butt. Well, yeah, it's wrong. I mean, nobody. Did he even like receive like nothing? Hate for it? Not much. He didn't address it when it was brought up. He didn't address it. Like, did anybody directly bring it up to him? Well, the media brought it up. Oh. I don't know if anybody asked him directly, but they brought it up in the media. So, I don't know. 
right. All it shows me is that we need a plague. Yeah. We need we need a plague. To kill off people <laughs> like blackface Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think the anti-vaxxers, because we said we were going to talk about this, so we need to talk about this. The uh, anti-vaxxers are ushering in a, uh, <laughs> a wave of plagues, yeah, which is good. There was no, there was a chart, an actual scientific chart with data that said that a disease that became vaccinated in about like around the 1980s. Circa 1980, all right? It was gone, all right? No one heard of it until, like, now. And since everybody's not vaccinating their children, it's come back. I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but it's it came back in 2017. Mm. That's good. Yeah. I'm pro-anti-vaxxer. pro I just don't want to be anti-vaccinated. I want my vaccines. Yeah, well, I think you got them. But... (laughs) (laughs) Why am I hearing about this now? Uh, I think the... uh, The reason I'm I'm pro-anti-vaxxer is because I think we need a plague. I think we need some disease to come in and wipe out some people. We've got a couple billion to spare. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we get some some of the idiots get caught up. This is another thing I was going to say. This is the offensive thing I was going to say about the Momo Challenge, okay? <laughs> Let me circle back to that before we go on to the next thing because this is like why we need a plague. The anti-vaxxers uh, bringing in, ushering in these plagues is a good time because you have... These freaking uh, Momo Challenge people. Look, if your kid is dumb enough to be watching a YouTube video and Momo comes in and says, go kill your family, and your kid is going to come at you with a knife and try to murder you because Momo said so, I mean, that's just, dude, first of all, fuck that kid. I would pump that kid through a window <laughs> coming at me with a knife. But if your kid is dumb enough to be watching a video and that video says, hey, go jump off a building and your kid is, is going to do it, let him do it. <laughs> don't fight it. Don't fight it. For the sake of humanity, don't fight it. Let your kid, like, where are you going? I'm going to jump off this building. Why? <laughs> Momo said so. Be, go right ahead. Sorry to slow you down. Just go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I, I'm just uh, stupid people, man. I'm not saying I'm the smartest person on the planet by any means. And I may even get caught up in, uh, in, a, in a plague. All right. But I don't know. We need to, we need to thin it out a little. Maybe, maybe the, the plague will wipe out some of the Momo challenge people. Yeah, and maybe the plague will start the zombie apocalypse that's going to attack San Antonio 
where Paul's freaking out in his episode, Zombies in the City. Go check it out at Just yeah. Breathe. You like how I tied that in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brought All it right. back around. Brought it back around. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take another break here. I want you to listen to something I found. I was going through music on my uh, my old hard drive, and I found a song that I wrote a long time ago, and I recorded and it's really kind of a bad recording, but I, I wrote this song. It, like, never got out of our rehearsal. Like, I just, I wrote it. I played it. Uh, we rehearsed it a few times. I may have played it once somewhere, but probably didn't. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of embarrassing to listen to, but check it out. It's called "I Run to You."
Ears, ears right now. If you can, can this, this is my, my audio book called, called Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey. Broski. What happened, what happened man? man? <coughs> we'll go, we'll go back, back on. on. Funky. Weird. I'm back. All right. Well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I wrote that a long time ago. I've never heard that. Yeah, Not- most people haven't. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Your high notes are kind of sketchy. Yeah, well, I recorded that in my living room of my old house, just onto my laptop directly. And, uh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty sketchy, um, but it was just kind of a scratch track that we could use for re- rehearsal sake. Um, but I think the song, it, it has potential, <laughs> but I don't know why it, the, the script at the end flips for no reason to like singing about God. <laughs> it's like, what does the rest of the song have to do with anyway? Nothing. Exactly. You know why you had to throw, I had to throw that in there because at the time I was like, uh, we're a Christian rock band. We're a Christian band. And that was like the, like when we were, I was exploring with like different kinds of music, trying to not just write rock, hard rock songs all the time. I have another one that I wrote. It was like country. Oh boy. I'm not <laughs> trying to listen to that. I feel <laughs> that like was horrible. two guys like straight just in like Alabama said, all of the other genres of music are too good. Let's make one horrible one. They said country. No, no, no. Yeah. Country music is awesome. In some formats. Yeah. Some of it is great. But, uh, you know, some of it is horrible. Pop, most, of it, most of it is horrible. Pop country is horrific. Yeah. Should have never been invented. Like a dude having a country accent singing about, like, what? Horses? Horses can be good, a good topic. No, not in pop country. Oh, and pop country is mostly like, it's you and me, girl, get up in my truck. We're going to go down and get stuck in the mud. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, there, and then halfway through, there's like some guy going, Come on, girl, get down with me. Do do ba do, like trying to rap. <laughs> with a real, is it raining? I don't know. Hold on. 
Is it that important? <laughs> Do we need to pause the podcast to see if it's raining? No, I, sw- I swear. I thought I heard it rain. It was, it was just background noise, guys. I hear it, too. It's the heater. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, well, we've said it all. Almost. We've come a long way. From our last podcast. Yeah, I like the breaking it up into segments. We're just going to have to find a smoother way to do it. Yeah. We'll get there. Wow, that heater's booming. Yeah. Okay, we might watch a couple of episodes of We Bear Bears and then start it back up. Huh? So we might watch a couple of episodes of We Bear Bears and start it back up because that heater is a lot. What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? <laughs> can you not hear me? I can hear you, but are you saying that the heater is being recorded on the... Yes. being picked up by the microphones? It is. I don't hear it in my headphones. You don't? I don't, I mean, I don't hear it like where it's... I mean, I'm I'm not sure. It's hard to justify. Hmm. Well, now I don't hear it at all. <laughs> so. Uh, whatever. Okay, that's like six minutes. I got to edit out. Needs six minutes, not six minutes. You good? You good, fam? I don't know. I want to pause it real quick. Okay. Pause the podcast. How do we do that? I'm not pausing that. It's just going to keep running. We'll cut it out later. Okay. I want to watch an episode of We Bear Bears. In the middle of this? It's fine, bro. I don't know what to talk about, though. We, we, we have to talk about the comedian's comic slash BU for 15 minutes. No, we're, not, we're way past 15 minutes. But you said you have to cut out six minutes, so that puts us back up to... Actually, that oh, puts us at Jesus. 16 minutes, believe it or not. Whatever. Whatever. All right, let's keep going. What should we talk about now? Okay, I want to burn this podcast. <laughs> Bro. Where's that coming from? Downstairs. I think he's funny, man. I think I think Norm Macdonald is hilarious. Why? Because he's so weird. I mean, he has a show on Netflix called uh, Norm Macdonald has a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a talk show, but it's the worst talk show ever. He has, he has good guests, and he has pretty good. 
uh, interactions with him, but he is just so freaking weird. What's he do? He, he just goes like, uh, okay, um, we're going to take a break now, and when we come back, more with you. And then he just sits there. They're on Netflix. They don't take breaks. They don't go to commercials. And then he's like, and we're back. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> and he's got this sidekick that, like, doesn't really do much. And then at the end of the, sh- of the show, they sing a song together. But neither one of them really know the lyrics. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. Anyway, I think Norm MacDonald is a really funny guy. But not everybody will appreciate his comedy, I can understand. I guess. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. There's that soda again. Yep. Bill Burr was talking about the, uh, about that, like, comedy eye, the comedian's comic, and, uh, like, there's, like, a, an, a, there's things that, that people laugh at, like, knock-knock jokes, or, you know, there's, like, a, a different planes of comedy, and there's certain planes of comedy where only comedians will get that comedy. Normal people would be like, I don't know why that's funny. I don't think that's funny. But then you have to like really like studying the joke kind of you understand, you start to understand how it's really like Norm, like Norm MacDonald. Uh, we, we're not going to have it in the, in the podcast audio, but we just watched this video of Norm MacDonald doing the roast of, uh, Bob Saget and years ago. And, uh, it's just really funny because he's like that, that one part where he it, it got me because that one part where he's like, you have a lot of well-wishers here in the audience. They want to throw you down one, a well. These people want to murder you in a well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Cause... <laughs> yeah, that's like that, that line right there is, is just awesome because he, he keeps pushing the point all the way to like, to the clarity of it. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> they want to throw you down one. A well. These people want to murder you in a well. <laughs> then he says it again. Apparently, they want to murder you in a well. According to this card <laughs> that he wrote. <laughs> oh, I find that hilarious, man. But not everything is, I understand, not everything is funny. Not everybody's going to find everything, any, every single thing funny, you know? It's like the watermelon joke, okay? All right. Okay. The watermelon joke is, um, oh, and you know what I just realized? Because we cut the Norm MacDonald audio out of the podcast, there's no segue between the previous segment and... What we're talking about now is just like it's literally just going to jump right into us going, man, that was funny. <laughs> um, but hopefully people are still have listened through that and now they're catching up to what happened there. We had to cut out the audio because there's like, you know, you can't use somebody else's uh, material without permission. So um, I wanted to talk about how I thought Norm Macdonald was funny, but... I couldn't really find a way to segue into it. I couldn't really find a way to jump into it. So I just had to, to watch the, the video clip that I was going to refer to. 
but then I realized we can't actually include the video clip or the audio. So there's no segue, and it's going to be awkward. But if you've listened this far, maybe now you understand how we got to where we're at. Yeah. So I digress. Backing up a little, the watermelon joke, okay? There's this joke that, um, I mean, look, I've been studying comedy since I was a little kid. And one of my um, bucket list items is someday I want to do a, a stand-up comedy, like open mic, um, and tell some of my funny stories. But, uh, you know, so I've, I'm a fan of comedy. Um, I've been studying, like, all the way back from the vaudeville days and gone way back when I was a kid watching, like, the Marx Brothers and uh, Laurel and Hardy Three Stooges. Um, classics. All the classics, yeah. The Lucy, Lucy, Ricardo, uh, I Love Lucy, you know, Fred and Ethel Martz, you know, all those people were all vaudeville kind of actors and stuff before they moved into television. So I've been really picking apart comedy, just appreciating because I like to laugh, but then as I got older, really picking apart comedy and listening to some of the greats like Mel Brooks, who's like the guy behind... Spaceballs and Blazing Saddles and like yeah. a lot of those other like crazy movies. Listening to him talk about what he finds funny and how to break down a joke and like what makes a joke funny is he has a phenomenal interview with Jerry Seinfeld on comedians in cars getting coffee. Is um, that guy still alive? Mel Brooks, yeah, he's pretty old. Jeez, I think he's still alive. I don't know. Let's see. Google. You know, we need a we need a, a an Alexa co-host. We'd be like Alexa. Bing. I'm not sure that she makes that sound. Oh. Bing. 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 What make what sound does she make? Ding ding ding. I don't think she makes. Gosh darn, that guy's ancient. Holy crap. Yeah, apparently he's still alive. Ninety-two. Yep. 92. What a brilliant man. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, so having been a fan of comedy and trying to, and then learning how to break down comedy, and then uh, like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are by comedians, like my favorite, Bill Burr. Um, and l- just kind of like watching his comedic mind work and stuff. But he was the one that was talking about the, the, uh, comedian's comedian but um, anyway there was this joke that I had in a dream and I, I woke up I woke up laughing like I was I was hysterically laughing so hard that I woke myself up and I was laughing as I woke up and I remember I thought about like you know how sometimes you have a dream and then you try to remember it but it's immediately gone and you're yeah. like dang it what was that what happened this one, like, I was like, I got to remember this, and it stuck with me. Um, and there's no way that you can forget it now. Yeah, it's in there, especially since I've been telling the story. But uh, so I, I was like, I got to remember this, and then I did. So when I woke up, like, I went back to sleep, and then I woke up the next morning to get ready for work. And I was like, oh, yeah, that joke. Do I still remember it? Yes, I do remember it. And then I was like damn, that's not funny at all. Like, there's nothing funny about this joke. Why did I think it was so hilarious last night? And so, um, 
as I thought through the joke, I was like, no, no, there's nothing redeemable about this. It's not funny at all. So then later that evening, I was uh, going to dinner with Dax, and I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, I had this dream where I woke up laughing with this joke, but when I woke up and remembered the joke, it was like it wasn't funny at all. He was like, well, what was the joke? And uh, I was like, no, nah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it was stupid. It didn't make any sense. He's like, well, tell me the joke and we'll see. And so as I started to tell the joke out loud, and this is the thing, it was like, if I tell it in my head, it just doesn't sound funny. But when I say it out loud, it starts to sound funny again. Even now, like I think about it, I'm like, this is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. But then I say it out loud and it's funny again. So I don't know if it's just one of those things where it's like, you have to be, have been there kind of stories, or it just it takes on some kind of nuance by speaking it. I don't know, but... Anyway, so I had this dream, and in this dream, there was a lady, and she was kind of heavy set, but she was wearing like shorts and a tank top, so you could see a lot of skin. Her entire body, as far as I could tell, all the parts that were showing, were covered in tattoos, but there was all one theme, like one theme of tattoos, like vines, basically started from her, like her head, all the way to her feet, vines. And then on the vines were like little fruits and vegetables, like little ones. Um, But they were like poorly drawn. So it was like something like a little kid would draw or maybe like a stamp collection, (laughs) like like just really poorly drawn kind of uh, uh, faded looking fruits and vegetables. It was like squash, grapes, bananas, watermelons, whatever, you know, all on these vines. And in the dream, I, was th- I thought, what if somebody had a baby and they tattooed the baby to look like a watermelon <laughs> like from head to toe? They tattooed the baby to look like a watermelon. And then when somebody would walk by and be like, damn, what's wrong with that baby? The parents would be like, oh, it's a watermelon. <laughs> I don't know why that's that's kind of funny, and it's really not funny. It's stupid. I mean, who would who would tattoo their baby? First of all, if you tattooed your baby, you'd probably go to jail. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah, but head to toe watermelon. It'd be like green with little little stripes. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. You guys can tell us if you think that was funny. I don't, I don't know if it's funny or not. I, I laugh when I tell it because it's so stupid. But when I had the dream, it was hilarious. I was like, the baby's a watermelon. <laughs> and I can picture it like the baby being a watermelon. But anyway, so I don't know, man. I think not everything is funny, obviously. People have different sense of humor and stuff. But... We really, like, and this is kind of going back to the Momo thing and the anti-vaxxers and all these, like, for and against and, um, you know, people picking sides and kind of battling it out over things, over topics and stuff. It's like comedy is the same. It's the same thing. It's, div- it's become divisive. And it used to be something that was, like, that people could come together on. You, you would laugh about stuff. You could laugh about um, hard things. You could laugh about difficult topics. Because, you know, you can, if you, when you're stressing out or you're uh, feeling worried about something, if you laugh, kind of like break the ice and kind of like 
breaks the tension and you know if you can find things to laugh about it kind of keeps keeps you moving forward you know but now it's like people just want to fight over comedy people want to fight over opinions like you can't say that I can't believe you said that you're a racist and all of a sudden everybody's getting in trouble and I don't know if you know uh, what we were talking about blackface earlier with Jimmy Fallon and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and those guys I mean I don't know if they if because they're comedians if, if they they should be judged for that or they should get in trouble for that the fact is they didn't get in trouble for it Roseanne is a comedian too and she did get in trouble for what she said so it's like I don't know where the where, where the society like the social balance are and, and who decides who gets in trouble for what or whatever but I don't think I think if everybody's going to get in trouble, everybody should get in trouble. But I personally don't think anybody should get in trouble for that stuff. You know, I think doing blackface is wrong, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it should be done. I think it should be addressed like, hey, I didn't realize what I was doing at the time it was stupid. You know, I uh, should have never done that or whatever. But you shouldn't like lose your career over it. And comedians shouldn't lose their career over trying to trying to be funny. Because sometimes you'll say things that are that are stupid on purpose, you know. It's like me saying, if your kid is going to jump off a building because the Momo told it to, you should let your kid jump off the building. I don't really mean that a kid should die by jumping off a building. But it is kind of funny to say it. It's for the, the comedic value. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's a funny thing to say. And if it's offensive, it's because it, it's, yeah, okay, it's, it's, you know, you're talking about a harsh topic. But I'm also trying to push the absurdity of it, you know. And so I think... Um, a lot of times people are afraid of like saying things or having opinions now like you can't have an opinion because all of a sudden opinions are bad or opinions are wrong um, mostly because like if your opinion is different than mine then you're wrong and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't think that you shouldn't say that or whatever so I don't know man I think I think we we just need a we need a plague to come in <laughs> and wipe everybody out um, but no I think People need to not be afraid of, of being offensive. This this podcast is offensive from time to time because I talk about things that I I, I talk about things that I have experienced. I talk about things that um, I think are my opinions or my thoughts on things. So inevitably, somebody somewhere is going to be offended by something I say. You know. Yeah. I mean, even if I like, I could go this whole podcast and. Everything will be fine. People will listen along. They might not think I'm funny. They'll be like, oh, whatever. They can listen to the whole podcast, and then they'll hear me say fuck once. And they're like, oh, my God. I can't believe he said that, man. I don't want to listen to this anymore. You know, it's just like, dude, get over yourself, man. Come on. What are we doing here? Yeah. I think that even if our this first warming up podcast you know, it wasn't really that good to the listener. I think we still are getting started. Because it's the first podcast in a year, you know? Yeah. It's a little rough. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be judged for it. Criticism is... <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. The, this is This is like one of the things that I've told other people... Not not just in podcasting, but like people who are who are like trying to create art or trying to create 
something that's in their head. They want to do something and they just try to do it, you know. Just doing it is, is like way more than what a lot of other people do. So. Just go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think if, if this podcast kind of sucks and our transitions aren't that great or, you know, we, our segues weren't great or whatever, that's, it, it's going to get better because we're going to keep working on it, but at least we're doing it. You know, yeah. at least like I said recently, hey, I want to uh, think about getting my podcast back together, thinking about relaunching and then boom, here we are. Let's do it. Not just not just talk about it, but actually do it. You know, yeah. and that's the same thing I told Paul because Paul over at Just Breathe, his podcast. Amazing podcast. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, I'm just getting started and I think it kind of sucks and I'm not really sure. And I'm just like, dude, you're doing it, man. It might like I think that it's a really good podcast and I think. Because you're the one making the podcast, it's easier to construct and yeah, pick out the little things right that don't matter right. Yeah, and you know he's getting better at it. He's getting really good at it. And so it's like, but even if he doesn't get any better at it, he's still doing it. He's still yeah. creating content. He's still putting himself out there to do something. Um, and a lot of other people are doing that. So I think, look, if you're going to criticize somebody for, for what they're doing, then you need to be out there doing something too. You know? Everybody can sit back and, and what they call it, they call them a Monday morning quarterback, you know, because you're not the quarterback out on the field on Sunday. You're the Monday morning guy saying, here's what I would have done and what I should have done. Yeah, well, you're also pushing a broom at – Whatever you know what I mean. Office Depot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're selling copy machines, man. Shut up. You know you're not the guy that's out there like sacrificed his whole life to train and be the best at what he's doing and goes out there and tries to do his best on Sunday and getting hit by giant monstrous men. You're the, you're you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like okay, everybody has their opinion stuff, but if you're going to criticize, you need to be at least doing something too. Yeah, and anybody that sweeps floor at Office Depot, I'm sorry. Yeah, if that's your job, we're not picking on you, man. It's just saying, we're just saying, like, be doing something. Yeah. If you're going to criticize, like, if you're going to be like, oh, that podcast sucked. Okay, man, well, what are you into? You know, what is your thing? Oh, well, you know, I like to paint. Well, your first painting sucked. <laughs> I'm into LARPing. <laughs> Your first costume sucked. You know, everything sucks when you get started. It's, uh, but you try to get better at it. So, and inevitably, you'll you'll get good at it. I mean, you'll get better at it. You you would think so. If uh, I mean, most most of the time, all right. If you sing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I knew this guy that wanted to. Uh, he was like, I'm gonna play the trumpet. Okay. Yeah. And he he went out and bought a trumpet. Good for him. All right. He went out and bought white gloves. So he wouldn't fingerprint up his trumpet. Mm-hmm. And he would put on his gloves and pull out his trumpet. And he would, he would like stretch it, do like the arm stretch thing, you know? Yeah. And then get his little fingers on the buttons for the trumpet like this, put it up to his lips, stretch his arms out, do the little fingers mm-hmm. on the buttons, 
put it up to his lips, get ready to blow, stretch his arms out. <laughs> Never would blow in the trumpet. I mean, even, yeah, yeah, I got to get this, uh, got to get warmed up here. <laughs> And never would, never would. He never. He never played it. No, ever. never. What is he? What is he doing with it now? I don't know, man. I, I knew him when I was a teenager. Wow. Who knows? It did, probably didn't last very long, but he had a trumpet that he never played. So, I don't know. I feel like it's the fear of starting. Yeah. Knowing that you'll suck at it. Yeah. Thinking like, oh, I'm going to be judged because I'm not great at this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody's great at it when they start. All right, guys. We've said plenty. Yeah. We've said it all. Pretty all, much. All has been said that needs to be said. Everything that needs to be said has been said. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Yeah. Uh, the, look, look, I want to try to end every episode with a moral. That's what we did last year. So there's some kind of takeaway, some kind of moral of the story. Um even though today was a little sketchy, a little bouncy because we're trying to figure out the new format and segments and trying to get everything smoothed out. We're going to get better at it, we promise. But there's still going to be a takeaway, and that takeaway is this. Be doing something. Okay? Even if you're the guy sweeping floors at Office Depot, be doing something. Just get started. Don't be afraid to get started. Just be out there. Yeah. Do something. Be yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't die from the moment. Don't <laughs> challenge. Don't let a four-year-old attack you with a knife. <laughs> Just <a little> like <laughs> from the Momo challenge, you punt that kid through a window. All right. All right, guys. Peace out. The Tamale Mafia podcast is brought to you by me. Our intro music is also written and produced by me. You can find the Tamale Mafia podcast on iTunes and Podcast Addict. The outro music is brought to you by Lim. For more great tunes from Lim, go to soundcloud.com slash getlim. That's soundcloud.com slash getlimn. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>